there. It's Mike Robbins. Thanks for joining me for this audio podcast. Haven't done an audio podcast in a while, but I'm excited. And this podcast is focused on you. And really, the theme of it is that life's easy. It's dealing with ourselves that's actually the most difficult part. And that's one of the biggest insights that I've actually had in writing my new book, Nothing Changes Until You Do, which you know just came out. And I'm super excited about getting it out. But what's been interesting is through the process of writing it, which I wrote it mostly last summer and into the fall we were doing editing. And now as I've been ramping up for the launch of it, you know, one of the things that had me hesitate, because I haven't written a new book in five years. You know, I wrote my first one in 07, Focus on the Good Stuff. Then I wrote Be Yourself, Everyone Else Has Already Taken, which came out in 09. But I chose to not write a new book for a while because, quite frankly, the experience of writing and promoting and, you know, launching my first two books was pretty hard and challenging for me. I mean, it was fun and exciting in lots of ways, but there were aspects of it that I didn't like and I found very difficult. And so going into this one, I was hesitant and thinking, you know, I'm not sure I really want to do this again or I'm not sure how it's going to go and, you know, all of that. And, I, you know, my story was that writing a book is hard and launching a book is hard. But what I realized working on this book is that writing a book is actually pretty easy. Launching a book, even though I'm just early in the launch process right now, is actually fairly easy. It's dealing with myself that's the most difficult part. And I think that's true for most things we do in life. The things that we do, even the important things, you know, parenting and marriage and our jobs and and even challenging things that we're going through, financial stuff or stuff related to our health or whatever. I mean, look, some of those things can be more difficult than others, but usually the hardest part is actually dealing with ourselves. I mean, I remember back when I was playing baseball. You know, baseball takes a lot of skill and a lot of focus and a lot of training. And But the hardest part for me when I was out there on the mound pitching, it wasn't dealing with the hitter or the situation. or It was, it was dealing with myself and all the thoughts and feelings and doubts and fears and insecurities in my own head and all of that stuff, our attachments, our resistance. Those are the things that are really the most difficult. So... The three main themes of my new book, which are really the three things or three of the many things, I should say, that I've been learning over this last year. You know, and again, the irony is not lost on me, but I've come to expect it, that whenever I attempt to write something or create something or teach something in particular, I'm always given the opportunity to learn and to be challenged by the very things that I'm attempting to teach. So, you know, I don't know if it's just that I'm a few years older or that this book specifically is about our relationship with ourselves, but... This book's been a lot easier for me to write and now ultimately promote. And I think it's because it's really about making peace with ourselves. And I've been attempting to do that, although at times definitely failing. But here are three specific core lessons from the book, but they're also things that we can do to make more peace with ourselves. The first thing is to have compassion for ourselves. Now, self-compassion, you know, it's one of the most important aspects of growth and of life, but it's something that many of us struggle with, myself included. You know, we either kind of overlook it or we think it's too soft or we misunderstand it or we simply just don't know what it is or know how to practice it. And there's really three key elements to self-compassion. And this I learned specifically in my own journey of it, but from Dr. Kristen Neff, who's a professor at the University of Texas in Austin, and she's written a book on self-compassion and is actually one of the world's leading experts in self-compassion, but she talks about three key elements. First is mindfulness and awareness. So we have to kind of be aware of ourselves, how we're feeling, how we're relating to ourselves. Often we're being critical or negative towards ourselves. The second thing is a sense of kindness and forgiveness towards ourselves. And when I asked 
Kristen, when I asked Dr. Neff, how do we do this? And she said, well, we all know how to do this. We know how to be kind and compassionate to others. We just have to turn that kindness and that compassion towards ourselves. So the first part of it is awareness. The second part of it is kindness. And the third is a realization of our common humanity, that we're actually not alone, that other people suffer the way we suffer. Other people experience what we experience. Sometimes we think we're the only ones going through whatever we're going through. So that's what self-compassion is really about. And as I was writing this book, I found that, you know, and even as I've been in the process of now starting to promote it, that when I'm gentle and kind with myself and I reduce my own self-criticism, things really flow and it's quite easy. When I don't, it's much more stressful and difficult. So again, the common factor in that one way or the other is me. The second lesson, so having compassion for yourself is the first. The second one is surrendering to life as it actually is. You know, the quote that I often use and absolutely love from Byron Katie. She says, when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. So that's what surrender is about. And surrender isn't about giving up or giving in. It's actually about making peace with what is, even if we don't like what is. You know, and one of the biggest paradoxes in life is that until we can actually make peace with what's happening, what's going on in the moment, which, you know, means letting go of our resistance or some obsession that we have about how things should be versus how they actually are, right? Until we can actually make peace, we can't create any change. The more we resist against something, right? As Carl Jung said, what you resist persists. The more we deny it, avoid it, the more we push against it, the more difficult it becomes, almost impossible for us to actually make any change. And we can't really experience any joy unless we're willing to surrender to what is, right? And as I was writing and editing the book, and now again as I'm in the process of, I was ramping up recently, and now we're actually launching and putting the book out there, Again, I found when I would resist it, when I would judge myself, when I would judge the process, when I would fight against what was going on, I would suffer. But when I was and when I am, you know, able to actually surrender and allow things to be exactly as they are, even if I don't particularly like them or they're not exactly what I expected, <laughs> it's amazing how easy things are. So that's the second lesson, right? First one, have compassion for yourself. Second one, surrender to life as it actually is. The third one is to take ownership for your life, your whole life. Now, what does this mean? I mean, simple concept, right? Not always easy to practice. We live in a culture that is obsessed with blaming and making excuses. I mean, that's kind of the water we're swimming in all the time. So to take ownership is about really owning our experience, not blaming it on other people, not blaming it on the circumstances, not blaming it on our spouse or our boss or our, you know, even our mood or our physicality in the moment, right? I mean, look, I prefer to feel healthy and well than to feel sick. You know what I mean? Like that's more fun, but we blame all kinds of stuff consciously and unconsciously. So taking ownership is really about letting go of blaming and excuses, not being perfect about it, but it's also catching ourselves when we start to go down that path and then making a commitment to ourselves that we're going to create the life we truly want, that it's up to us, not simply to react to life as if it's, you know, happening to us. One of the chapters in the book I talk about is it's not the circumstances, it's you. So these are fairly simple concepts, I realize it. I mean, this is not rocket science, but it's like many things that I write about and speak about, and, and I'm learning this even more so as I go through this process with this new book, is that it's one thing to understand something, it's a whole other thing to actually practice and embody something. So this is about actually practicing and embodying a sense of self-compassion, a sense of surrender, and a sense of ownership. And when we do that we can actually remember and tell the truth to ourselves that life and most of the things in our lives are relatively easy. It's dealing with ourself, 
that's the most difficult and often the most important part. Because when we focus on ourselves in a positive way, we actually then make ourselves available to others and to life where we can be open, we can be authentic, and we can empower them and really show up in the ways that we want to. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I appreciate it. You can, of course, stay in touch with me and find out more about my new book at my website, mike-robbins.com.